Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, this is Stu Hodum with Believe in the Media Guide on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? In one of the year's biggest sports media stories, as reported by the New York Post's Andrew Marchand, Drew Brees will join NBC after he retires from the NFL. This offseason, Brees also signed a two-year extension with the New Orleans Saints, a team he led to a Super Bowl win in 2009. Last Wednesday, June 3rd, marked 99 days until the NFL's scheduled season opener on September 10th. On that day, Daniel Roberts of the Yahoo Finance show On the Move hosted Breeze. You may have heard a bite or read a quote from one of his answers. As posted by Yahoo Finance, here's the full exchange. Roberts. Everyone is looking back now at Kaepernick's protests from a few years ago, and obviously they were always about police brutality. And now it's coming back to the fore, and a lot of people expect that we will see players kneeling again if and when the NFL season starts. I'm curious how you think the NFL will and should respond to that. And of course, you're such a leader in the league. What is your responsibility as a leader in times like this for the rest of your teammates and players in the league? Breeze. Well, I will never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Let me just tell you what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is played and when I look at the flag of the United States. I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War II, one in the Army and one in the Marine Corps, both risking their lives to protect our country and to try to make our country and this world a better place. So every time I stand with my hand over my heart looking at that flag and singing the national anthem, that's what I think about. And in many cases, it brings me to tears, thinking about all that has been sacrificed, and not just those in the military, but for that matter, those throughout the civil rights movements of the 60s, and everyone, and all that has been endured by so many people up until this point. And is everything right with our country right now? No, it's not. We still have a long way to go. But I think what you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with your hand over your heart is it shows unity. It shows that we are all in this together, we can all do better, and that we are all part of the solution. Roberts referenced former San Francisco 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick, who led his team to the 2013 Super Bowl. During the 2016 preseason, Kaepernick sat during the national anthem to protest police brutality. In a New York Times op-ed, Kaepernick's teammate, Safety Eric Reed, wrote about why he joined Kaepernick. Reed wrote, In early 2016, I began paying attention to reports about the incredible number of unarmed black people being killed by the police. The posts on social media disturbed me, but one in particular brought me to tears, the killing of Alton Sterling in my hometown, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. This could have happened to any of my family members who still live in the area. I felt furious, hurt, and hopeless. I wanted to do something, but didn't know what or how to do it. All I knew for sure is that I wanted it to be as respectful as possible. 
Reed continued, after hours of careful consideration and even a visit from Nate Boyer, a retired Green Beret and former NFL player, we came to the conclusion that we should kneel rather than sit the next day during the anthem as a peaceful protest. We chose to kneel because it's a respectful gesture. I remember thinking our posture was like a flag flown at half-mast to mark a tragedy. In 2016, Kaepernick made 11 starts. The 49ers were 1-10 in 10 in those games, but he had his best season since 2013 with a 90.7 passer rating, good for 17th in the league. His contract ran through 2020, but the 29-year-old and his team reworked the deal, allowing him to opt out early, an option he took at season's end, becoming a free agent. He hasn't played a game since. On Thursday, more than a dozen African-American NFL players, including the starting quarterbacks in the 2020 season opener, reigning MVP Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs and Deshaun Watson of the Houston Texans, released a video remembering several murdered black men and women, including George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. They declared, This is what we, the players, would like to hear you state. We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systemic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit wrong in silencing our players from peacefully protesting. We, the National Football League, believe black lives matter. On Friday, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell repeated those words almost verbatim, adding, I am listening and I will be reaching out to players who have raised their voices and others on how we can improve and go forward for a better and more united NFL family. Breeze apologized, and then he tweeted at President Trump, writing, Through my ongoing conversations with friends, teammates, and leaders in the black community, I realize this is not an issue about the American flag. It never has been. We can no longer use the flag to turn people away or distract them from the real issues that face our black communities. We did this back in 2017, and regretfully, I brought it back with my comments this week. We must stop talking about the flag and shift our attention to the real issues of systemic racial injustice, economic oppression, police brutality, and judicial and prison reform. We are at a critical juncture in our nation's history. If not now, then when? We as a white community need to listen and learn from the pain and suffering of our black communities. We must acknowledge the problems, identify the solutions, and then put this into action. The black community cannot do it alone. This will require all of us. Another voice I listened to last week was actor Kyle Scatliff. In the weeks before COVID-19 closed Broadway, Scatliff starred in To Kill a Mockingbird as Tom Robinson, a black man falsely accused of raping a white woman. On February 26, the show became the first Broadway play to be performed at Madison Square Garden in front of 18,000 New York City public school students. In the context of performing the world's most famous arena, and in his own words as a sports fan, Scatliff's Instagram post speaks to all fans. He wrote, Drew Brees is the quintessential American man the quarterback of the New Orleans Saints of Louisiana, the Houdat Nation. His family has fought in wars. He is a member of the community, charity work, and innate belief in God and leading a truly Christian life. If you looked up NFL quarterback, the picture would be of Drew Brees breaking records with an American flag waving behind him. He is the best that America can offer, and yet even he doesn't get it. This probably hits me hard because not only do I love sports, but I follow them furiously. I eat, sleep, and drink sports all day, from first take and get up in the morning to the jump and baseball tonight. 
I love sports so much, and because of that lens, I have seen what Drew Brees is in the eyes of not only the sporting community, but his own community. He is the leader of the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans, a city teeming with black spirit. Teeming with it. It oozes out of the pavement. A city built on jazz, an incredible black art form that spans generations. You almost can't get more American black than New Orleans. Yet somehow, the American programming is so deep in a man as quintessential as Drew Brees that even he missteps as soon as he is talked to. Immediately. As if he didn't hear a word of what was said. As if he was not the leader of a sports team in the black culture of America. As if Katrina never happened and George Bush always cared about black people. Somehow, the quintessential American leader of sports in that city missed the mark, hard, and I'm flabbergasted. Even the best of you are filled with the worst of you. And if that's how the best of you think, imagine what the worst of you do. And that's why we protest. On Friday, seven-time NASCAR champion Jimmy Johnson said, I'm trying to learn and educate myself and really listen during these times. I find the more I listen, the more I learn. I've attempted to adopt Johnson's philosophy, and I hope we all listen, learn, and take steps to move forward. At 8 minutes and 46 seconds, this episode was the length of time a Minnesota police officer had his knee on George Floyd's neck. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 